1: Sportsbook, use code DNVR when you sign up for account every single day. I'm your host, Rudo, joined
0: by A.J. Haefeli. Oh, yeah? Should we
1: just do the whole podcast like that? <laughs> I'm sure everyone would love that. Uh, the Avs win their second game in the rookie tournament to go two out of three in the whole thing. Uh, seven to four over the San Jose Sharks in what was a lineup where all of the the super big names, at least, were removed. No Bowers, no Newhook, no Byram, no um, Ranta. Ranta, thank you. Uh,
0: no Tempo Ranta.
1: Yeah. So Olausen, Wingerly, baron kind of the biggest names. I guess you could throw Bocage in there, too.
0: Big Clerms!
1: Clerms was there. Foodie was still there. Uh, so a handful of a handful of still interesting guys as as far as ABS actually owning the rights to them is concerned.
0: Big uh, clubs.
1: <laughs> do you like him today or no? No. Okay. Uh, he did take a penalty late in the game. He did have a fun breakaway that he bricked, but you know, things happen. Yeah. <laughs> um. I mean. This was a weird I hockey like, game.
0: I, it was a very weird hockey game. I would like to say I uh for the first time in my professional career, uh heckled referees while from ball in the stands.
1: <laughs> Live the um,
0: dream. I was very frustrated with them. Okay. So, I ended up heckling them. It was weird.
1: What was your what were you heckling? Give me some specifics here.
0: Uh, the uh, it was one of the penalty calls. Um, I was just like, "Oh, the goalie interference mm. that they called on Jack O'Brien, yeah, because he was battling in front, and because I don't remember which goaltender it was, just like laid out, like flew backwards, yeah. and it was like, bro." Really? (laughs) Um, I didn't love that. I didn't love that at all. Fair enough. Um, And then there were some other things. There were some other things throughout the game that, like, they they were getting all cute with the uh, not dropping the puck again, and then they were yelling at players. Yeah. And this this is the same crew. This was the same crew from yesterday's game that yelled at Byram. Who, by the way, I found out uh, they were shouting at Byram for shooting the puck at them at center ice um, because he was giving them the puck.
1: So he was giving them the puck, and they got yeah for the next it. yeah
0: for the next faceoff, and I guess they they thought it was a uh, hurry a up
1: intent behind it. Yeah.
0: yeah, like can we get this going? Um, and so he like gave them like he shot the puck in their general direction and.
1: Like I every guess, player does after every play when a face off is coming up I, off. I guess
0: that's what said Dick Cheese off, but he was again, he was there and uh but he was he was talking to players and um I was just I was like, You're a moron, bud. <laughs> I don't like you. Don't skate within the vicinity of my corner. Because I did not sit in the media today. I sat down in the very corner where they were attacking twice. Yeah. Because I wanted to get a little different angle. Well, and it, it worked great. Yeah. I got that Nick Henry goal.
1: I'm sure, it was a fun angle of the Bocage goal to to start things off as well. But
0: oh, I wasn't there for that. Too slow. Yeah,
1: I hate to see it.
0: Yeah, morning well, morning traffic in Phoenix was not something I had planned yeah, for.
1: Not that I mean, whoops. You don't need to see it. You you already know what it looks like when Bocage scores
0: a goal because he just shot the yeah. puck real good. <laughs> it's true. Something he didn't do later in the game when he missed an empty net. Yeah,
1: that should have been a goal. I mean, it, it, they ended up scoring on that power play anyway, but yeah. my goodness, both him and Henry missed wide open chances yeah. on that power play. Uh, yep. uh, one goal, $1 for every goal Bocage scores for the Eagles this season. He gave 20 bucks. I like it. I like the confidence. Be a good year for Bocage if he puts in 20.
0: Yeah, I'd be really encouraged by that.
1: Thank you for the super chat, Craig. Much appreciated. Um, yeah, I, the, we, I feel like we've kind of covered Bocage enough. It was nice that we saw the shot. He gets mm. the goal tonight, but the story is the same as it was before. He's got to build yep. a player around that shot.
0: Yep, got a long way to go still. I mean, intriguing tool set, just time to get to work. Yep. Um, it's going to be a long development path. This is probably going to be two to three years.
1: I'd say at least two for sure. But looking I mean looking at the rest of this lineup realistically this game was a mess. The second period was wacky as hell.
0: <laughs> um
1: the second period
0: up. it looked like they had a defense full of ATOs.
1: Yeah. That's exactly what it looked like.
0: Like when your when your defense, like when your second best defender was a sixth round pick, like five years ago. Yeah, it's where I you're know. at.
1: It's it's where you're at. But it was a uh, it was quite messy to see the abs go up to nothing and then give up four straight in like <laughs> ten minutes of hockey. <laughs>
0: Well, and it was like, they were all kind of the same. It was like these net front scrambles, busted coverage, and then Peyton Jones. Not achieving a save yeah. in any
1: way, shape, or form, yeah.
0: I like not achieving a save. I like <laughs> it. He didn't, he didn't make a save. He didn't stop the puck. He did not. He failed to achieve <laughs> a save. <man>. A save. <laughs> Yeah. Achievement not unlocked, and yeah. Xbox will be keeping those ten points forever.
1: Yeah, they're not coming back. Yeah, it it was the the defensive coverage was rush was rough. Uh, the rushes, you, I mean, just top to bottom, you had forwards lazy on the back check. You had dude completely blown coverages. It was wild.
0: <laughs> Graham Swart, guy that I was intrigued to see. Nope, not today. Can't do that if you're an ATO. <laughs> Can't do that. Just yeah. not a good day for the, for the kid.
1: It was not. Not that it was much better for any of the other defensemen, but
0: Yeah, I mean, I had given up on Rhett Reinhardt at that yeah, point. Right. Um there were there was this group of three older guys sitting behind me who were Sharks fans. Mm-hmm. And they loved Rhett Reinhardt for some reason. It was so it was so random
1: that is pretty this, random.
0: And they weren't related to him big sharks people and and they were just like oh this is Rhett reinhardt. And I just couldn't get over the idea that I want to be them when I grow up. <laughs>
1: just going a random rookie like, and be like that. Yeah. I I like these bad. are
0: like three three dudes who are of retirement age wearing Hawaiian shirts and Cargo shorts and like go into the rink with their buddies, just watching hockey, just just chilling, just like I was like, oh my god, Rudo. When we're sixty five, we got to still be going to rookie tournaments. I'm
1: down. I'm down. All right. <laughs> Don't have to put any of the work in. Just have to just be like, that dude. Kid, they just I like that kid.
0: They just showed up and were like, go Sharks. Love you, Ret Reinhardt. <laughs>
1: Hey, look, maybe they're big Flynn Flon bombers fans. I don't know.
0: Yeah, maybe. <laughs> so. It was uh, yeah, just a, just an interesting. Um, I just I was like, Aj- these guys rock.
1: Aj-, AJ, what's your take on fighting at the rookie tournament? Because I think it's like the dumbest thing imaginable.
0: I understood the Boucher fight after the slash on Zgross where it was like, that's our star player. You can't be doing that. So I understood that one. I didn't understand the Cal Burke fight today. Yeah. Um, It seemed pretty random and out of the blue. It happened right in front of me. Like they were, they were getting going and it was just like, why? Um, But you know, whatever that's, it wasn't staged. These were two dudes that just wanted to punch each other. So, Luckily, the sport has a mechanism in place that allows them to True to have enough. at it. True enough. So I think it's. I mean, you and I, you and I aren't like huge. Yeah. yeah. We're not like huge. Like fights are awesome. Like some of them are. Um, in a rookie in this this kind of thing, I don't know. It's whatever. I, I, if they want to fight, they can fight, man. Whatever whatever I, they think helps. I'm then. not
1: gonna stop them. I just struggle with. I struggle with the entire concept of like
0: (laughs) the wisdom of it,
1: like especially if you're an ATO and it's like you're not even getting paid to play hockey yet, and you're gonna risk throwing hands with a dude.
0: I think Burke is on an AHL deal, which is about as close as you can get to also not being paid to play (laughs) hockey.
1: Yeah, Eh, better better than an ECHL deal, I guess. But
0: I mean. That's like what repay your rent
1: basically they provide housing and then it's like I think for the average player it's like five hundred dollars a month or something oh my God yeah it's not much um but anyway not the not the major point we want to get into here anyway the
0: uh, yo wyoming rules okay
1: Wyoming is just kind of there. I don't, I don't care about it either way.
0: All right. It's a very American response. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's I feel like more- if you pulled ninety percent of the country, that would be their response.
1: All right. What's more- I- What is the most real? North Dakota, <clears> Wyoming, <throat> or Finland?
0: What's the most real? One of those is the most real. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I'm going to go with North Dakota and Finland.
1: (laughs) Wyoming is the least real of those three.
0: (laughs) Wyoming is a lie. (laughs) Perpetuated on the American people by big tech.
1: (laughs) There you go. You heard it here first, folks. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah. What was uh, uh Andreas Wingerly? Who would be in his weight class? He has to fight Zdeno Chara. <laughs> uh,
1: Gerby. Yeah, that'd be a good one.
0: Grimaldi? Nathan Gerby. Yep. Yeah, Grimaldi, Cat, Definitely, yeah. he's not allowed to fight Sam Turr. That's nope. No friendly fire.
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't know who else would be small enough. There's not many. I don't. He's not small enough. He's just a terrible fighter. That's why I
0: picked him. <laughs> What's Alexander Simon <stemming> up to?
1: <laughs> <laughs> my pants! My pants! <laughs> okay, if we're going to continue going down this road... I need a beer, so hit up Breckenridge Brewery, uh, the official beer of DNVR. Get it down at the DNVR bar on tap. Check it out there. Also check out their good company, Hard Seltzer. Also, get yourself some Breck brew and go on the party bus this weekend to the Broncos game because we're getting you the hookup. Going to be taking a party bus down to Mile High. It's going to be an absolute blast. Uh, I think AJ put it the other day that it's basically just like the tailgate show on wheels. So <laughs> go, uh, True. go enjoy yourself with the party bus and all of the DNVR crew. Tickets uh, are just $20 now, is it? No, that's uh that's the wrong thing. Sorry. Tickets are 30 bucks. Get pizza. You get beer. You get to hang out with the tailgate crew for the whole tailgate before the game. They'll also take you back. So it's round trip. They got you covered for basically the price of parking there anyway, you might as well have some fun with the party bus, watch an amazing Broncos game and vibe with the DNVR folks. Uh, you can go ahead and click the link on our pinned tweet from the DNVR Broncos account to get tickets or go to the event calendar on the main website. Either way, AJ's got some smart water.
0: Oh, I love smart water. You know why? Cause it tastes good. <laughs>
1: Uh, I will not be going to the.
0: Yeah, we can't go to the party bus. We have training camp this weekend.
1: It's training camp all week for us. Yeah. Thursday. So.
0: Yeah. I love. So this is a true story, dude. We we we, We can't do media day on Wednesday. Mm hmm. Because we were going to get into, we have to ball arena they're, So the ABS players do physicals and all that stuff. Yep, yep. On Wednesday, and that's usually media day. Can't do it this time because Alanis Morissette's having a concert. It figures. And so they're not allowing anybody because all the different tours have different rules. Yeah. Um, I told Evan that that was the media's jagged little pill that they had to swallow. <laughs> But we have to do Zoom on Thursday after training camp started already for media day.
1: Yeah, it's like rain on your wedding day, basically.
0: It really is, man.
1: (laughs) Uh, All right. Also. If we ever
0: have a Sunday off, though, Sasha, I am absolutely...
1: Going on going the party the, bus. Yeah, have you seen? If you haven't checked out the tailgate show, it's a it's a trip. Y'all need to watch the tailgate show just once to just to experience the amount of drinking that happens on that show.
0: Uh, it's so crazy that like people give us shit. Yeah, or like our our.
1: I have a couple beers and It's and eleven a.m. on Sunday, and Hank's four tequila shots
0: in. And Seriously. <laughs> So crazy, man. Just the differences in fan bases is something that will always long after I've retired and I've moved on from sports media, but that will always be a thing that sticks with me. It's just the NBA guys can get away with drafting food
1: and
0: states and every dumb thing that you can come up with. And Absolutely not that would fly with the hockey fans. We did a couple of dumb drafts and we made them as hockey related as we could.
1: (laughs) Yep. And they still like performed relatively weak compared to our actual hockey show. Of course. (laughs) Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Dre gets real mad on that show.
0: (laughs) (sighs) Big Bad Dre is my favorite version of Trey. (laughs)
1: the italian starts coming out a little bit oh (laughs) you love to see it
0: dude Uh, i I always worry he's gonna eat a mushroom and and grow three sizes and then start shooting fireballs at people (laughs) (laughs) it's kind of what andreas wingerly did today he played like a man three sizes larger than what he actually is
1: As we get into the second period of the Avs podcast here, he was a monster today.
0: He was awesome today. He was everything that you wanted to see. Now, do you feel that? Do you feel good or bad? I'll ask. How do you feel about the fact that Wingerly against a team like the Kings, not very good, where a lot of those Kings guys are either going to be higher end AHL guys or on the NHL team this year?
1: Versus this, versus little, like, this situation. Like, yeah.
0: garbage Sharks group that is not meaningful whatsoever.
1: Look, I feel a lot better that he showed it at all. I mean...
0: Sure. I mean, I, that you saw it is yeah. like...
1: I You know, yesterday we're having a conversation about how Wingerly's going to start in the AHL. And while I think that probably still holds, a performance like today says, okay, going into camp, we have to consider this guy as someone towards the higher end of the call-up list, right? Mm -hmm. So I think it did some good for himself, certainly. Would I like to see it against LA and, and better quality competition? Of course. But particularly because he was effective on the penalty kill, I think is a big, big important step for him because if he wants to make the NHL roster, if he can penalty kill effectively, that's going to go a very, very long way for him as opposed to just being an undersized guy in your bottom six.
0: Okay. Interesting.
1: That's, that's where I'm at with it. You know, to me, any offense that translates to the NHL level for him is a bonus.
0: Um, I would disagree, Kevin, um, the Kings are significantly more talented than all the other groups that yeah. Yeah. showed up at this tournament far and away. Like it, it obviously it helped them that they also do play together, but you look at that, that's like a the, the whole roster is like years worth of top hundred picks. Yep. Who are all getting ready to make the leap. Yep. So it's not, it's not like a bunch of Oscar Lalsons where, you know,
1: these guys just just drafted for and years as opposed. To, yeah, yeah, exactly. That, guys. that
0: Kings team was. Yeah. When I did the preview over on the PHNX Coyotes pod, uh we talked about the I was like the Kings roster is jacked. Yep. Super. Hope they enjoyed it, man, because when that when those guys graduate and that becomes their NHL and, team
1: and then their system is just empty. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it. absolutely. So, anyway, um, I yeah. really liked the, the Wingerly thing, man. I agree. It was just that you saw it. Like, yep. Had to, before the tournament, we would have said, we just want to see something, right? You want to okay. see the flashes. You want it to make sense. You want there to be whatever. Yep. I really liked that. Because um, we did. We did see it. We saw what we expected. We saw a feisty, quality PK guy. Uh, who's who's a really good skater, who's quick and fast. He
1: can use his speed to his advantage.
0: Yeah, Is a very smart player. Like, you don't succeed at a high level in hockey being that small unless you really understand what's going on around you.
1: Love the read on the first goal he scored. He was blitzing towards that back post from the, the second he stepped on the ice, basically. Yep. So he knew exactly what was happening.
0: Yep, it was a great job and um, a good good job to stay with it too because it wasn't like that initial shot, uh, the initial offering just you know blazed in. Yep, there was some work there. There there was still some work. So.
1: Got it on his backhand and finished it. yeah.
0: Um, and no, I don't think Wingerly. I still don't think he has a serious it, shot to make the team. Just,
1: when you talk about the bodies of like Helm <clears throat> and Altev and O'Connor and there's yeah. just too many, right? But, yeah.
0: Well, and then and then you do look at like look Shane Bowers – Popped off down here, better team, yeah. Yeah, popped off down here, and um, Alex Newhook is going to be ahead of him, yep. and Martin Kout's going to be ahead of him, and I'm sure I'm forgetting somebody along the way. You know, like a a JT Comfer is absolutely going to be ahead of him. Let's see. you know that's that's going to be on that could list.
1: Ar- argue Sherwood, it's like
0: Sherwood will probably be on that list, and then you also have to wonder what's. Where do they view Jason Magnon and, and uh, bunch what, of these other guys? How seriously any- are they taking Artemenisimov's PTO? You know, like Curtis there's McTier just a Curtis lot
1: of work. forward, maybe.
0: So I think I think the smartest expectation that we can set for Andreas Wingerly right now is not to make it out of camp, but to go to the Eagles, show some versatility. Really, kind of follow the LOC path that's been blazed. Yep. Go down there, do a good job, kill penalties, be dangerous, be score some points. Angel, yep. Yeah, and show that show that you maybe are ready for that for the next level. And then, when injuries pile up during the season, just be playing well at the right time. Like, take care of your business as an eagle and put yourself into that. Because I don't, I just don't think it's super realistic at this point that he climbs over six bodies,
1: basically. <laughs> yeah. Like
0: seven, eight, nine guys that are going to be also competing and yeah. all have various advantages ahead of him.
1: And, and we haven't even mentioned names like Sakura or Mato or...
0: Yeah. Exactly. going to
1: be those AHL type guys, too. Who raised their stock as a t- deadline trade bait this weekend? Do you want the real answer? It's probably Shane Bowers.
0: Yeah. So yes, could be reality on that one. I would say that that's, yeah. Uh, as trade deadline bait, nobody. But yeah. as, as like, trade bait in general, um, yeah. Because, you know, there were people from, I, I think I counted 11 different organizations yeah. that I saw.
1: You told us all about the Nashville Manatees guy that was there yesterday.
0: So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, some guys from the Rangers were here, which was kind of interesting. Um, you know, some other organizations hanging around. I I did think it was interesting that George McPhee took in every Avs game, watching
1: the competition a little bit there.
0: Yeah. And some of those were going, um, some of those were, some of the Avs games were going on while the Knights were playing. So maybe
1: some specific targeting happened. Yeah.
0: For sure. I him, him just looking at Alex Newhook like I,
1: I believe so awesome. every single person at this tournament is waiver exempt.
0: I think, I think you're right.
1: I can't think of one that isn't.
0: Powers would be the only one that would be close to it, yep. and he's still exempt. Yep. Yeah, Nick Henry still exempt. Yeah, all these guys are. Yeah. Anyway, um, I liked those dudes. Yeah,
1: it uh, obviously a, a very nice showing for Wingerly to keep his name in the mix at least heading into training camp. You know, yeah, good impression.
0: Look, the 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 probability that they roll out training camp on Thursday and he's on like their seventh line is pretty, pretty likely. Yeah. yeah, but he's like <laughs> he's like deep. In that lineup is pretty high, but it'll also, what also will be true is that we won't know the hierarchy of those lines beyond the first four. Yeah,
1: it'll just be like, he's on the powder blue one whatever yeah. that means yeah well it'll be it'll be like
0: okay well what do you do if there's a line of wingerly bowers and Cout? Yeah. you it's like uh, what,
1: what does that line where does that line slide yeah in, uh, is that
0: up? the fifth line is that the eighth line i don't understand where right. clearly where they that, do.
1: that one versus a line of like anisimov mcdermott and uh, someone else down there, you know? Mateau. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, like, it's like...
0: You're like, uh, I don't know.
1: Yeah. Hard to separate those yeah. two for sure.
0: So we'll just, it'll be, it'll be really more about now. The goal is obviously training camp, but specifically uh, preseason games, getting into a preseason game, doing the thing. So, yes, on uh, New Hook looked awesome in his suit today.
1: Yeah. He was didn't dope. Pl- didn't play today. So
0: look, he had four assists in last night's game. And
1: you're right. you're
0: right. Like it was it wasn't accidental, it wasn't fluky, it wasn't nonsense. It wasn't he made an outlet pass and that outlet pass turned into a guy doing something awesome and he got the assist on it. He had, and I think all four were primaries.
1: At least three of them definitely were. Um And they were
0: all him creating. Oh, the, uh, yeah, no, there was.
1: Because Bowers tipped it. So it was technically a secondary.
0: Yeah. The uh, overtime one was primary because he he won the faceoff. And Ranta didn't touch it. Yep. So anyway, um, Newark was great yesterday. He was everything, but he lived up to that billing. (laughs) He was on a four assist night.
1: Four apples a day equals NHL pay very simple.
0: That's a lot of apples, bro.
1: <laughs> NHL pays a lot of money, bro.
0: It can buy a lot of apples. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> you can't you can't eat the core though. Don't be a weirdo. Yeah,
1: don't be weird, for sure. All right.
0: You know, I dated a girl who ate a banana without peeling it. Really? I thought she was lying to me. I thought she was lying to me, and then she, she just did it.
1: Just eats it with the skin on? That's wild.
0: Dude, it was disgusting.
1: <laughs> yeah, so so. a goal. Uh, We'll get into some of these guys in just a second. We are brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, the number one rated sportsbook app out there. It is, I guess week two is technically not over. You can still bet on Monday Night Football, but, you know, at this point, You've kind of missed the boat on the free $200 bets, but DraftKings still wants you to get in. You can't get the $200 anymore, but if you bet $1 on any week three football game, they'll still give you $150 in free bets instantly. So still a great deal. If you missed it, you can still get in. Not quite as much, but jump on it. Get yourself a new account. Use code DNVR when you sign up for DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, this season, all customers can go for the big swing with same-game parlays as well. Right now, the key is bet Broncos to win and bet the under, and you're crushing the same-game parlays. So jump, jump on it. Make whatever bet you want. You don't have to be football. You can bet on basketball, baseball, hockey. I Over the past two weeks, I've made money on KBO, Japanese baseball league, darts, the WNBA, Russian Junior League hockey. There are a couple other in there that I can't remember also. But
0: I was trying to tell the PHNX folks this, that they're <laughs> them getting into sports betting is adorable. But yeah. <laughs> when they when they roll into the offseason and they start they they were like, oh, we're really into the KBO and it was like boring. <laughs> KBO was big during quarantine. Yeah. So much. You know when you start when you start get into start get, starting to get into darts and <laughs> you're, drone you're in racing deep. Yeah,
1: you're in deep.
0: and the overwatch league <laughs> and like that's that's when you know you you might need to, to call that number.
1: Yep. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use that DNVR promo code to let them know we sent you, you and get $150 in free bets instantly when you put one dollar on any football game with the promo code DNVR again. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com/sportsbook for details. Of course, if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And then, when you make a bunch of cash off of DraftKings, go on over to StravaCraft Coffee. Get yourself 25% off your first order. When you get the CBD coffee, it's great. You can just drink it like your normal coffee at the start of your day, but it helps with aches and pains, migraines, stuff like that. It's like combining coffee and Advil into, into one magical drink. Makes it that much more streamlined, that much easier for you. Once you love it, you can also get 20% off every single purchase. Yeah, the I didn't bet on it because I like couldn't bring myself to bet on the wild Russian ping pong that I've found on there. But there's some crazy, like <clears> I, I, there are some sports that I'm pretty sure are just like casual dudes playing in like a Friday ping
0: pong. League you that you can. You know what would take the DraftKings sports book to the next level? What's that? Is an attached stream for all the things that they, they allow. They, ha-
1: they have the link to the live of everything
0: but wow. i mean like just like a like a little thing where you 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 see your bet and it's like follow my bet yeah. and then you just click on the thing and it just pops open a little player and it just starts playing whatever you bet on that'd be sick next level stuff you're welcome <laughs> for your great for the next great idea to make your guys a sports book even more addicting
1: i'm sure there's no red tape involved with that at all
0: no of course not <laughs> All sports leagues would be totally fine with a sports book just throwing their stream out there.
1: (laughs) And, of course, hit up Solace Meds so you can have high Mm. ideas like this one AJ just had.
0: Straight Uh, up. No, you hit up Solace Meds so that you think it's a good idea to eat a banana with its peel still on.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that, that would take a lot of weed. Uh, 15 to 25% off on select in-store products with Sauce Meds. They have four locations here in Colorado, and you can order online for pickup beforehand with code DNVR20 to get 20% off your entire purchase. Check out the Wheat Ridge location. Buy anything in there and get a free King Cone to boot. All right. Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast. We'll keep it pretty brief here because I know AJ's got to gotta get on the road here and head back to Colorado pretty soon. But
0: uh, I'm in no yeah. hurry.
1: I saw I saw the chat talking about it. They said uh, Foodie looked pretty good at forward for a defenseman today. So, (laughs) Uh, picked up the empty netters. Come to my side.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he got the last empty netter, and he was most deserving of it. He worked really hard for it. He
1: went all over the ice to get that puck into the empty net. It was it was wild. Then that's. Uh, that's more of the same from foodie. And and I think there are certain guys where like you're taking more encouragement from this tournament, as opposed to there are some guys where you're taking, okay, these are the things that they need to work on.
0: I'm sorry, but if I'm walking out of here and, and uh, I am, I, I immediately attract, I'm not sorry at all. If I'm, if I'm a member of the abs front office and I'm looking at Jean-Luc foodie at this tournament, I'm like, We've got a we've got a problem on our hands in a good way like
1: I'd have to play this dude yeah
0: This is I I don't think he's NHL ready I don't think he's close to NHL ready but I think that this is a this is a guy that has a lot of promise and he just has so many skills that jump off the ice and are projectable and he's constantly making stuff happen around him He didn't go any he played all three games he didn't go a single game where I was just like, "Boy, I haven't noticed 93 at all." Yeah. I didn't notice him a lot in all the drills and during the camp and things that they were doing there, but every single game he popped for me uh on not maybe not all game, but in individual instances where I was just like, "Yep. This is what's up." I'm big fan of this.
1: Yeah, it We talked about it before the tournament, right? There's always going to be those dudes that pop in game situations, and he's one of them. Um, As opposed to at this tournament, Olausen and and Baron, I don't think popped a ton, and certainly there was plenty to see that they needed to work on.
0: Olausen, I'm burning this tape. Uh, If I'm him, I'm just forgetting this weekend happened. Yep.
1: Agreed. Go to juniors, dominate that league. Yep. We'll come back to it next year.
0: Yep. And uh, don't even worry. Whatever happened here, just don't even just put it out of sight, out of my mind, out of mind, my man. Yep. Barron, I'm a lot more worried about. I actually am walking into training camp this weekend nervous about watching
1: Baron. watching him struggle to make reads was very concerning to me. So soft. <laughs> Defense is gonna be it. He's got to work on it, but we'll just leave it at that. I think, yeah, um, because the just... way it's the way he was playing defense at this rookie tournament, not NHL caliber. It's that simple. Yep. So we'll see. We'll see. Training camp's a new day. Everything, uh, everything starts again. You can earn a spot. Baron, look, it's not like there was really any change of course for him the plan was always for him to go to the ahl and play on the defense there and get all the opportunity in the world because the abs don't have any other defensive prospects except for clerman so it's fine he's gonna go work there
0: yep uh
1: in any case yeah who anyone you want to talk about that we're missing who am i who am i forgetting here
0: yeah, so let's talk some tryout guys okay. because uh, I chatted with some people over the weekend and specifically about the tryout group. Sure. Um, I I mean, look, everybody that's been listening to the pod for the last week is not going to be surprised when I really liked what I saw out of Jack O'Brien.
1: Yep. Um, I mean, expect that guy to be relatively high on the list anyway given that he had a good development camp he's one of the few tryouts that actually scored a goal at this tournament
0: mm-hmm. i really so what i really liked um obviously his age and like his general situation is intriguing the abs are also only have 44 contracts uh and yeah and his would slide anyway so it probably wouldn't even really matter but Um, the reserve list coming up in the next few years is pretty light. The number of guys that they're going to sign off of that list. And it's not going to get longer because they don't have very many draft picks in the next few years. In the the MP, we're
1: talking about maybe two or three this coming season at most. Yeah.
0: Yep. And so if they, if they wanted to give ELCs coming out of this, the only two ELCs that I would be offering would be to O'Brien and Taryn Pfizer. I really Pfizer did stuff in both camp and in the games in which he played that I really liked. Now the question after today is is he how healthy is he? He got hurt in the game today. He was in yeah. a lot of pain. It happened right in front of me, and he kept trying it, and you could just see on his face, it was done. Uh, he couldn't move his arm, um, and so he went to the bench and left, and immediately was gone. And and you know, that no, guy. no idea what's going on.
1: Right. If that's a grade one sprain, totally fine. It'll yeah. hurt. He'll be okay in a week or two. If it's a, if it's something dislocated, broken, or whatever, it's a whole different animal
0: at that point. Yeah. He needs development time, but he really showed off an intriguing, uh, an intriguing skill set. Those are the two guys that I would be okay if they wanted to give ELCs to, and in the case of O'Brien, I would seriously consider it. I would seriously consider an ELC because he's going to go back to the WHL this year, and if he has the kind of year that I think he's capable of having, he's going to put himself on draft radars, and I think it would. I think it would really help them to get a draftable prospect on an ELC now, yep, and okay. then. When He's they go into the draft
1: draft picks, they have anyway, Yeah,
0: not because if they're talking about, oh, we can just, you know, we'll see about how the season he has. We'll see how it goes. It's too and then, by then, yeah, well, and then what happens if he has a great season and he puts himself in the second, third round, fourth round? I know even as a second time guy around that uh, that's hard to do, but, I, but you, see,
1: you see overagers go in the third round every year, man.
0: Yeah, exactly. You see the guys that are in their second their second time through. They go all the time. Yep. And when you have limited picks, the idea, I think it would be smart. You get that guy that, that was on their draft list this year, uh, was a priority phone call for them after the draft was over and uh, got the invite to him immediately. And you see that. You, you see, okay, he played well. He played center. At this tournament, at this showcase, uh, he held his own. I liked him offensively. I liked him defensively. He got the goal. He was uh, he he had good work ethic. He showed well at camp. <clears throat> I I thought that the yeah, given given the combination of low contracts, short reserve list, not a lot of picks coming up, this would be a smart ELC to hand out, and then you could look to that way. You're not trying to say, okay, well, if he has a great year. Now we're competing with the other thirty-one teams to draft him. Yep, he's a good. He's he's a local kid. He's got family ties. He's from Denver. You know, his family owns a bunch of businesses in Denver. Like it, you know, like that's not obviously not. That's not why you give him an ELC, but it's like you've got the ties there. He wants. He would want to play for you. Well, and he would say yes to that ELC offer, and you don't have to deal with thirty-one other teams looking at him next year. Yeah,
1: it gives a much more enticing development path for him, right? Uh, but yeah, I you can't give any of the defensemen a, a real contract I don't think before today. Nope. I'd have said maybe Sword, but he played his way out of it
0: for sure. Yep. Definitely. Um, that's uh, a tough reality, man. Like yep. that's a that's a t- you can't have a bad day as an ATO. Yep. And that's and, really it and, really sucks.
1: And Sword is a 17-year-old to be clear. So Yeah you know he will him him personally will have plenty more opportunities to go earn one yep uh I, if you ignore the situation and, and i understand why mm. the absolutely not he's
0: 18 now
1: yeah okay he turned right. 18 You like remember last he turned, week yeah, yeah he
0: turned 18 last week
1: <laughs> but uh, i also think i would consider giving one to mutala i understand you know the abs already mm. chose not to do that and have him on an ahl deal but as far as guys who don't have an NHL deal that that looked well at this tournament, I think Mutala would be up there on my list.
0: I so the AHL contract guys, I think I want to see Mutala continue to develop in the role that he's going to play mm-hmm. uh, with the Eagles. I want to, I I would see how he does this year in in this pro role, and then revisit the ELC conversation.
1: And and look. I, He's
0: already I, agreed to the AHL contract, so it's like well, there's right. no I, need to like, elevate. I fully
1: understand the reality of the business idea is that if they were going to sign him to a deal, the ABS already would have. So it's not going to happen. But I'm saying yeah. strictly on play from this tournament, he. would I be did like him on the list.
0: Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, I'm tired. Um, I I did no. I did really like. Uh, I did really like him at the tournament. Um, at the showcase, we can't. We shouldn't call it a tournament. It's not a
1: tournament. Yeah, it's really a showcase. But,
0: um, yeah. So I, Mutala, I thought was. Oh, he was so much better than he was two years ago in Irvine. He was where awful we, he, in Irvine. He was yeah. So bad. So this was a big step forward for him, um, as yeah. would would have been expected if he was also bad. <laughs> yeah. That, <laughs> that would have been like, problematic. Well, not great for sure, but
1: it's uh yeah it it's certainly an an interesting look into the depth of these guys and i I think as we've highlighted the question in training camp one Mm -hmm. of the big ones is who's gonna pull ahead of the nine dudes battling for realistically one roster spot yeah so we'll have to wait and see that's uh that's where we got you covered starting thursday
0: yeah, coming out of this, uh, big arrows up for Newhook, Bowers, Byram. Yep. Um, right. Two right. of those guys, I think, were probably pretty close to locks. Yep. Bowers needed this. He really did. But yes, he did. I this say- was a met expectations for him. Yep. Which is what had to happen. Yep. So
1: I would say, you know, smaller arrows up for... Ranta and uh, Wingerly and
0: Foodie. Yeah, definitely would agree with you. I liked I liked those. Um, I, I liked all those guys uh, for various reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think that much beyond those top couple of guys are likely headed for NH- too much NHL time, but there's enough there that this was worthwhile.
1: I'd say anyone beyond that heading to NHL time is going to have a lot to prove in the
0: AHL. Yeah. Powers and Wingerly have a lot of work to do. Yep. They're going to need to get a little bit lucky along the way. Yep. No doubt about that.
1: So I guess that's, uh, that's about it for our, our rookie showcase tournament, whatever you want to call it coverage. Um, Thank you for for tagging along with us. You know, we got you covered for everything coming up. Training camp, obviously, we have a bunch of fun stuff planned leading up to the start of the season as well, and preseason and all of that. So keep it, uh, keep it here at DNBR, and, and we got you covered top to bottom. We will be off tomorrow. AJ's driving home. I'm busy all day, but we'll be back Wednesday to get you prepped for training camp, and then, of course, we'll be live from training camp, well, we'll be live tweeting from training camp and then doing post training camp Mm -hmm. shows every single day. So
0: yep. Not going anywhere. uh, Lots of stuff coming.
1: Yep. So hope to see you in here again on Wednesday. Thank you everyone. However you consume the podcast. We appreciate y'all so very much until next time. We'll talk to you all later.